We're just one week from Christmas, so what better time to talk about Christmas games? Well, maybe there isn't actually a very good time to ever talk about them because Christmas games are so few and far between. And that's exactly what this episode with Stace Harmon and myself, John Robertson, is all about, that very lack of Christmas games. So why are they so rare? Why is there seemingly so little interest in making them? And how could they be made worthwhile? Don't forget to follow us on social media. We're at Indie by Design across all platforms. And do check out doublefinebook.com to secure your copy of 20 Double Fine Years, which is our beautiful, officially licensed book on all things Double Fine. From Psychonauts 1 and 2, Tim Schafer, Brutal Legend, Broken Age, Costume Quest, and everything in between. And so, on with the Christmas games, on with the episode. Enjoy. Christmas is just around the corner, and that's got me thinking... Uh, why aren't there more games about Christmas or the winter break or however you want to term it? There's plenty of games that have, not plenty, there's some games that have Christmas in it or that are set over the winter period. Uh, there's some games that do Christmas updates, but there's not really many games at all that are actually about Christmas or feature Christmas in a prominent way. Why is that? Yeah, it's a good question. I don't really know the answer. I'm guessing, because I mean, by comparison, there are a lot of Christmas films. Um, Christmas films are still coming out every year. I mean, now typically on like Netflix and platforms like that rather than at the cinema, but mm. they do happen. Um, I, wonder it's, I wonder if it's because, um, I don't know, games take longer to play generally or they're designed to be played for longer periods whereas a christmas film can be just or like a christmas album or something can just be consumed in like one day or one one afternoon mm. um and then you're kind of done with it and maybe you watch it again next year um because films and albums don't, don't really age in the same way as games no do that's they? true like, games do age age quicker or differently to films yeah yeah um they also so take maybe, longer to make typically i guess you can probably knock one of those christmas films out in i don't know couple of months right like it's not going to be filming in a couple of months probably bit of, yeah. yeah so and games um, probably take a bit longer than that or a game so i guess i guess that because i guess that's the reason that the the ease of consumption and mm. yeah the, the the production thing because i because i'm thinking about other things as well and like there aren't really many games set around holidays at all anything really yeah. There's yeah. a couple of Halloween. There's like costume quests and Night in the Woods Halloween games uh, that are like explicitly set at Halloween. Mm. Like they're based around that. Um, and I remember the thing about costume quest uh, in speaking to Double Fine, which was a handy little plug there for our mm. upcoming book. Um, and they talked about how it was something of a disaster that Costume Quest Two missed halloween on playstation at least i think it came out on xbox and and pc around halloween but the playstation version didn't come out until like the following april like it and they knew that there was like internal discussions yeah. about the revenue is just going to be you know a fraction of what it would be because it needs to hit that halloween that halloween window um so you know even the games that do do it if you get it slightly wrong or there's some sort of hold-ups or you know publishing issues then all that work may be well not for nothing but certainly it gets undermined somewhat because mm. people just don't want to well the perception is people don't want to play halloween games or or holiday themed games outside of the time when it is that holiday i guess yeah but but that's not yeah. i mean you played friday the 13th to death and that, 
no 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 pun actually intended that time. Uh and you didn't just play it on Friday the thirteenth, I'm assuming. No. Not no. Well, I don't know what the theme yeah. <laughs> not quite um, the same. Yeah. The idea of just being scared of being murdered by a guy in a hockey mask. <laughs> that's something that's that, quite that specific. Works on any day. Yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, so I suppose that's the that's the reason, I guess. Um I mean I'm just looking through lists of games that are set at least partially at Christmas. And a lot of them are just um kind of like cash ins for mm. films, right? Trolls and right. Nightmare Before Christmas and Die Hard. Um so, you know, they're not kind of original they're not original. Yeah, they're thought just based games. on something. They're, yeah. Yeah. I mean there was Christmas there was Christmas in uh, the Muppet Race Mania game that I had on PlayStation because there was a Muppet Christmas Carol themed level in that, which is, you know, that's a bit of a reach. There was also Christmas in uh, Life is Strange Two. Um and that featured you know, that wasn't like by accident. It wasn't just by coincidence that it was set yeah. at that time of year. I mean, there was an element because it was also set around the 2016 US election. So there was an element that it was probably always going to encompass Christmas um, because of the time period that those games are made over. But Christmas did feature in that as a as a framing device. Um, yeah. So, you know, and it, and it had some emotional weight because of it. Uh, so, and it seems that there's Christmas is ripe for that, right? Like just that whole notion of getting family and friends together. Perhaps it's people that you love. Perhaps it's people that you're not crazy about, but there's an obligation to see, you know, like there's, there's stuff narratively. I think there's, there's a certain amount of meat on those bones to get into. Well, yeah. And just like films of like, I know, (laughs) you know, you can promote the film of like self, um, selflessness even though you know a lot of people we can all pretend selfishness of getting <laughs> presents is the thing but you know the idea of giving presents and you know doing nice things for nice things for people and um you know celebrating that sort of stuff in a kind of <clears throat> in a way that's not overly saccharine of course which a lot of christmas movies are but or yeah. christmas themes are um or have come to be since they're kind of the greeting cardification of the of the concept i suppose um but yeah there's lo- there's loads of it and like even if you just copied <clears throat> you know um the themes or plots in a bunch of movies you could get away with it i mean if and i don't want to go into the whole argument as to whether die hard is a christmas movie but you know it, it doesn't have to be like you know all just about like elves and things going down a chimney it can just be it can just still be about people shooting each other <laughs> yeah which games love <laughs> well so this was we were talking a bit about this before but a home alone game like there was one back in the day a long 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 time ago early 90s 1991 uh there was one which i didn't ever play but a home alone game now i would definitely play that like with all of the things that have been learned through things like friday the 13th the whole you know mechanical side of it rather than the theme of um like a predator thing having people stalking you having people trying to find you and catch you it could be a bit more light-hearted than than friday the 13th or not if you didn't want it to be uh but the whole setting traps and all of that like and i think yeah I'd well work, it's well because it's basically a home invasion movie yeah Um, so it'd be a home invasion game in which i don't know you get like say a five minute window a 10 minute Mm. window to like set traps to do creative stuff 
you have it like sandboxy, I suppose. And it'd be like, you know, all like clever, like realistic, um, uh, <clears throat> uh, like, you know, generated in real time physics. Yeah. So you can, so you can put like unique stuff together, um, compared to your friends. Um, I suppose you could also, you could even have it. I was thinking about that, that the, the invader could be AI, but the invader could be a player mm. and it could be a multiplayer yeah, game. Yeah. Um, and you've got the Kevin McAllister character, someone playing as him inside the house and there's someone try outside trying to what are they trying to do rob stuff from the house or actually trying to like hurt him it depends what rating we're going to give it i think probably at its most basic it would be you know somebody trying to get in to steal the christmas presents or something and he's he doesn't want that to happen he's they've got no intention of hurting him they just want to get the christmas presents but you could take it all the way up to an actual like more sinister they're trying to get to him it could be uh, Kevin McAllister. Oh, they could try to like kidnap him yeah. and his rich parents. Yeah, ransom like, him off. Yeah, yeah, get the money. And then you could have a sequel that just follows Home Alone Two, which was a dire movie. But you know, it, then it's on this. That's the way that games go, right? Like Batman. I think of like Arkham Asylum, then going to uh, Arkham City, and it's like you could start with Home Alone One being the just limited to a home, and then Home Alone Two is set in an entire city, and you've got to give them the run around there. And then it could be a massively on ma- massively multiplayer game where there's loads of invaders, yeah. and it turns into the purge or something, something like that. Yeah, I hadn't really considered that, but I guess you're right. Uh, Rocksteady probably did base <laughs> their uh, their Batman games on the fact that it starts in a single building in Arkham Asylum and in Home Home One, and then it goes, then it goes to the full city afterwards. All right, so we've got yeah, Rocksteady developing that together. Then. So that's set. Rocksteady are going to develop this because they've they've already shown franchise potential with this sort of uh, with this sort of thinking. So that's cool. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and we'll just get Macaulay Culkin to act in it because we've got all of like the motion capture and everything, and we'll just yep. de-age him through the game. That's fine. That'd be easy. Well, I think I think it would also work. It's, it's a valid thing as well. To have Kevin McAllister is now a parent, and he leaves his child at home, and it's become like a rite of passage. It's a, again a bit like the Purge. Oh, right, okay. It's like one night a year he just goes away and says, "Right, you've got to survive. I've hired." You know, we could have Agent 47 in it. I've hired So his kid has to go through it every year, not just once. <laughs> well, that's true. Uh, or he's just having a new kid every year so he can do this. <laughs> it gets increasingly elaborate. Or perhaps he's inviting Kevin and his... Not inviting Kevin, but inviting Kevin's friends around and doing it to them like... Uh, oh, maybe that, he like sets it's up like a... That. It's like that. Yeah, thing. well, maybe he's set up like a Christmas business just like on the sides. Yeah. And this is what it's he's doing. Room thing. People, People just like give him... Under the pretense that they're just going to chill out with his kids, he's actually <laughs> setting these stressful. kids up. Well, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. So, like, oh, his, oh, okay, someone, right. someone in the neighbourhood has found out about him doing this business where he, you know, sort of like makes kids tougher by having this them <laughs> having them be like invaded um, into this house that they're staying at. So, Kevin McAllister's son or daughter or both have these sleepovers or whatever but then they're they're like they're like taken out the house somewhere somehow halfway <laughs> through and then it's just the other neighborhood kids that are just left there and then people try to come into the house and steal stuff and they've got to work out how to survive and that's like and they you know they pay him like they pay kevin McAllister loads and loads of money yeah. for this yeah, like it's, it's like, like a life like a coach real, thing. yeah yeah, yeah like thousands it's yeah. only for like the richest parents to so like it's, it's like a new it's like a much better more sort of like suburban form of like boot camp <laughs> boot camp for yeah for the uh upper, boot camp upper is like class. really rich yeah yeah 
And then so yeah, it, it could also that. be a persistent world because then you could have like it could still be the same kids every year, but they level up and they get they get more. You know, you get access to more stuff. You get access to oh, more yeah. like crafting yeah. recipes effectively, and then yeah. also the robbers get more uh, or kidnappers or murderers or whatever they are. Or we could mash up the genres and have you know Freddy or Jason or somebody doing the invading, and it's a bunch of kids. Well, because they could uh, level up to the point where at some at some level at some at some key juncture in in the leveling up they get enough they they get enough ability to like make actually like deadly weapons so now the tide has really turned yeah um so now now they can actually you know lay waste to these people coming in and then if you get to a certain level you could then become an invader you could take your skills and go and try and be an invader on somebody else's house to somebody else's house using what you've learned as that kid uh or just spin off as like a franchise owner you could you could do your own <laughs> it could be like a management thing as well you could do your own like business empire of uh of these these weird escape houses or not really well yeah and there's loads of well. dlc potential because you just keep having <laughs> dlc <laughs> yeah. houses dlc enemies dlc yeah. items yeah, you know, the garden DLC shed pack whatever. or something like that. <laughs> you get yeah, access exactly. to the garden or shed. Like yeah. The deadly pets pack and there's that <laughs> massive dock there that you can like let out and yeah, like, like you know, put spider. like steak on the floor or something and yeah. like make sure he's in the right place at the right time. Yeah. So this isn't an episode about why isn't there more why aren't there more <laughs> Christmas games? It's why isn't there a Halloween a home alone game in which uh you eventually you learn how to become a deadly Ultimately, yeah. A deadly yeah, I mean, weapon. that's, you know, Home Alone is often touted as one of the uh, quintessential Christmas films, right? So, yeah, it makes sense that, to turn that into a video game. It has already been a video game once upon a time. Um, I don't know how successful it was or how good it was. But, yeah, I think with, with Rocksteady, apparently Rocksteady are make, currently making a Suicide Squad game, I think. Uh, I think they should stop doing that and make a Home Alone game. Yeah, scrap that now. Immediately. Get it out this game out for next week. The Suicide Squad game could become, it could become DLC for this home, where the Suicide Squad invade the home and you have to, you know, ramps it up massively. All of a sudden there's a, a whole bunch of extra players involved. Um, yeah. Cool. Yeah, right. DC with Home Alone. Who yeah. Home Alone. Warner or someone. I don't know who owns it. Well, cool. All right. Well, that's that good. Disney. That's that done. We should probably pitch that to somebody. Or perhaps we are, we currently are. That's what we're doing right now. Um, aside from Home Alone, though, uh, and aside from... So, yes, Life is Strange 2 had some Christmas stuff in it that was used in a, in a meaningful way. This War of Mine had... I mean, it was set over winter. Um, I believe there is specific reference to, to Christmas. Um, and one of the DLCs, I think the Little Ones, it was called, DLC, mm-hmm. added kids to it, which added another dimension. I mean, even just the events of this year, uh, you could turn into a Christmas game, right? Like with having to go Christmas shopping, not being able to go out of the house and having to go Christmas shopping or ordering stuff online and having to play roulette with your parcel delivery. And So, yeah, Lucas Pope. I think Lucas Pope could do a game like that. Um, well, yeah, a game where you go, you go shopping, you got to brave the crowds, you've left it too late for Amazon to deliver it or whatever. And now you've got to go out on the 23rd or on Christmas Eve and you've got to get the presents, but you know, taking all necessary there's, a, precautions, there's a virus going around. Yeah. So you've got to, you've got to weigh up the, uh, the risk and the rewards. And we'll just make it like, we won't make it too morbid. We'll just make it flu or something, right? Like it's, it's just, it's just the a common strain of flu. It's, it's just the usual Christmas bugs <laughs> going around. Uh, there could be an NSFW version, which is 
perhaps not just flu. Yeah, um, but yeah, I can, Lucas Pope, I think of Papers Please fame, making a game like that, I think would work really well. I think you'd have. Uh, yeah, I mean, even just like the general concept of just like you know like um like the santa concept of like okay now it's a race against time how do you get mm-hmm. all these presents to mm-hmm. all these locations in x amount of time and then you know there's obviously a huge diversity of presents and the different time zones around the world and you know you've got all of like your classic game centric elements of yeah. like a place a character attention like a fail state a success state all of this all it's all kind of just ready built in there for yeah for that just to be sort of implanted transplanted efficiency onto. versus happiness you have you, can you just you know delivering the presence is one thing but you have to do it with a high a high accuracy rate and if you miss kids then their belief in santa goes down and i'm basically thinking arthur christmas the game i think that would that would also oh. work <laughs> well yeah and you'd have like a good and a naughty list and it's like oh, okay now you've accidentally delivered it to the naughty kids <laughs> and now the naughty kids just become naughtier because they think i oh, actually there's no comeuppance for being on the yeah. bad list. So and they grow up to be home whatever. invaders in the Home Alone game. That's, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're making yeah, this huge persistent world well, here. Well, this is the prequel to the Home Alone <laughs> movie. There is actually a Santa and he made everyone bad. Well, not everyone, but he made some people so bad that they become, they become home invaders. And then the dad decides that the best thing to do is monetize that. <laughs> that sounds about right. Yeah, I'd yeah. play that. Okay, so we're, so we're not sure yet why there aren't more Christmas games, but what we do have is some absolutely killer ideas for some. I think this sounds, this sounds Yeah, so I suppose it doesn't even have to be like four Christmas games. It can just be more games set at Christmas. And mm. like there are, or around Christmas, like there are, um, because it's just like a ripe, you know, like it's just like one of those classic kind of, at least in the West, like Western, mm. Mm. just sort of stereotypical themes that and you know we see stereotypical settings and environments in games all the time whether it's like a temple or a forest or yeah you know an army base or whatever um it's just one of those recognizable and it's got the, it's got the benefit of being one of those recognizable environments themes settings um list of messages that you don't have to spend any time mm. explaining to the player like what's going on like you just say it's christmas and here's here's this signifier here's a guy in a red suit here's a present yeah. here's a christmas tree or whatever and then everyone knows like where they're at what to expect and what's, it's what... it's hugely understandable for a start as you say particularly more so you know in the west um it's it's hugely accessible and understandable understandable but it's also everybody's bringing their own baggage to that you know good and bad everybody's mm. bringing their, their own expectations to that some people yeah, would sit so down and think pluralistic. oh i'm really i'm, I'm going to be so happy playing this some people are going to be like oh god you know through gritted teeth mm. i've got to get through this part of christmas whatever it might be seeing the in-laws or you know whatever it is um so yeah there's yeah. like a whole there's a whole thing here yeah so it's still pluralistic in that in that way where even though it's yeah it's a defined it's a it's a known quantity that doesn't mean it's a known that doesn't mean it's a uniform set of reactions to that yeah um yeah it'd be fun to have like a character creation thing with the in-laws and it's like everyone in the whole game that you've created all your characters like it's like the sims or something you create all the characters um and everyone's like you know really beautiful and really like just sort of like this really like idealistic version of people you know in real life apart from the in-laws who are just like <laughs> just absolutely like, taking a turn for something's happened to them roll like, dolls the twits or something like that yeah exactly like. <laughs> 
yeah, yeah. I think yeah that could work and I think the um the because also the narratively yeah it does have all of these different avenues to explore and I wonder if it would be like that thing of like if it were to be you're managing your own perfect Christmas so it is like a sims thing you're trying to like you you have carte blanche over how you set this thing up and how perfect you make it I wonder if it would be like that thing of like defining existence through suffering of well we can't make it too perfect because that wouldn't be Christmas like it's not there has to be some some stuff well, has yeah, and to it becomes wrong. a bit saccharine and just like kind of I don't know your mind just switches off if if it's just too perfect all the time because mm. there's no threat is there there's no like uh there's no tension like if you know you can't nothing's going to be bad so then it's kind of like well but isn't christmas also that time one of those times a year where things get blown out of proportion so even though nothing of actual you know actual weight happens it's still like oh no we've dried out the turkey or oh no we have missed this time slot and we haven't got the yorkshires in the oven on time you know like it's no none of it is life or death stuff but it's like you know we somehow managed an insight into what your christmases are like mainly (laughs) Dry turkey well, and got kids. Yorkshire pudding. Got kids now. It, it used to be so easy, so easy. It's like, you, when do you want to eat? I don't know. Whenever. But now it's like everything has a, you know, everything has a, uh, a more, more of a heavy imperative. So, yeah, yeah, it's like military grade time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we've got we've got some ideas for Christmas games. We've 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 got some. I mean, I, I suppose it's also fair to say that there are one really, idea for a Christmas game. There, well, it's the idea though. It's, no, we've got more than that. We've got the Home Alone thing. We've also got the uh, this ma- Christmas management thing, or going out, you know, braving oh, yeah. the. Unless you want to fold Home all Alone, this into the one game, and yeah, yeah, this is why there's no Christmas games because one of the ideas that people come up with is Christmas management, the game. <laughs> like it's not. Well, I, I challenge you sell. to explain to me why that's going to be any less successful than Football Manager. I mean, that's basically the same thing, isn't it? uh yeah but football's <laughs> like you know it's got a people actually like more people football celebrate christmas and celebrate football i'm pretty sure of that oh i don't know about that actually that's our new podcast we have to <laughs> statistical analysis football we'll versus christmas football versus christmas there you go that's one well football versus christmas is kind of a one because there is a lot of football over christmas and not everyone is going to want to watch it mm. so it's like ownership see? of the tv yeah yeah. TV is like a key element of Christmas Scheduling. as well. Everyone just glued to the TV, so there you go, that fits. Yeah, it's that perennial decision of do we buy the radio times this year? Yeah, I mean there's a lot of there's a lot of high stakes decisions to be made at Christmas. When do we get our Christmas shopping? Have we missed our slot? Uh yeah. Um Yeah, like when are you allowed to open presents? So you just can you just open them like as soon as you get up, does everyone have to be there? Do you have to wait until after yeah. eating? Oh, well, that's whatever. what you do. Yeah, so you... Right, okay. So a Christmas management game, you may laugh or think it's boring, if, which is the opposite of laughing. But a Christmas Christmas management game that you play online with people and you all have to... You're all living in the same house and you're all trying to make a perfect Christmas, but everybody immediately... It's a bit like when you play pool with somebody at the pub. Like, everybody immediately has a different idea as to what this thing should be and how it works, despite the fact that so many of us engage with it on a regular basis and it's like well i know what christmas is of course you have of course you have dinner at midday and somebody else would be far more well, what are you talking about you have dinner at seven o'clock at night so you then you have to you know you have to play nice and try and come up with well some version of christmas and everybody could walk away having learned a little something you know like so what is it shared. it's a game in which you all have to agree a time <laughs> i feel that you That's are the game. deliberately boiling this down to the nuts and bolts. <laughs> if you do that with christmas then it's all over because you know what is christmas really 
<laughs> that's a different conversation uh, it's a game where you go on it's a bit like i don't know like among us or something like you go online you just sign up to play a game and maybe you get allocated a christmas day scenario and there's four or five people in this online session and you all have to against the clock solve this whatever scenario it might be it might be getting dinner on the table it might be arranging uh oh, you know siblings are coming round, and we need to time dinner so that they're it's like overcooked over. it's like overcooked yeah it, absolutely yeah it could be like overcooked and but everybody has brings their own um their own interpretation of what it should be what you do have for christmas what you know some people for example are dead against the idea of having yorkshire puddings with chicken or turkey like it's that so you got to deal with all of these high stakes decisions Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah well i play that's an, overcooked mm, christmas an, themed an game which <laughs> does exist so um, <laughs> maybe maybe i'll play that one instead well, good idea though yeah i'll save that one for next gold, christmas yeah all right so we've got a few on our on our slate i think to pitch to some people yeah all of which prove that there should be more christmas games yeah. beyond Ooh, beyond beyond doubt there should be more christmas games game of the year right there well, okay. So yeah, perhaps, you know, these they might take some more thinking, although I would be interested to hear what I'm sure there's enterprising folks out there that could uh could come up with so there's like a Christmas board game, right? I think there's there's a couple of different Christmas board games. Uh again, one of them is played in Arthur Christmas, so it must be true. So Christmas video games is a is the next the next thing. A Christmas yeah, video game of a Christmas board game. I think that's you know, that could work. Yeah, I think board games have got that thing like movies. You can kind of play them, you know, they like you know, people still play Monopoly or Diplomacy or whatever. Those games have been out for decades. Mm. Um, or, you know, older board games, been out hundreds of years, thousands maybe. Um, yeah, I think, yeah, just going back to like the, the start, like I think, I think it is, yeah, it is the age. It is how quickly video games age, um, I think. And the fact that they you know you played them over a long period like if there was like see like a new christmas karting game like would you want to play that in june over like mario kart like probably not not unless it was just it would have to be like the best karting game ever like it mm. wouldn't like its theme isn't enough to pull it through any anything beyond christmas it would it would genuinely have to be the best karting game ever but then if you're making the best karting game ever would you want to almost like hold it back by making it only about Christmas? I think maybe that's the issue with it, really. Christmas is actually could actually is pigeonholes things rather than makes it yeah. bigger or grander or more exciting or more um, desirable. So a game that's perhaps a game that starts at Christmas. It comes out as it's as in it's it is released in December. It comes out at Christmas. The game starts with Christmas, and then it moves on to to something else. I mean, there must have been. Yeah, well, Bayonetta start. Uh, Bayonetta two starts at Christmas. Right, it's not a Christmas game. I wouldn't call it a Christmas game. There's cutscenes and stuff at the start, and it's Christmas, and there's little jokes being made, and there's like Christmas outfits that people are wearing and stuff. But um, <clears throat> yeah, it just like kind of sets the scene. I said, well, it doesn't really set the scene even. It's just a I guess just an excuse to have like Christmas joke in there. <laughs> um I think that was that released around Christmas. I know Bayonetta One definitely was released around Christmas. Just looking now. Yeah, it's released at the end of October, so you know, kind of moving on to Christmas. Mm. Um <clears throat> Yeah. So yeah, there's plenty of games that have got Christmas in them, but 
actual Christmas games very very few and far between okay so well we won't clearly we won't be playing any Christmas themed games this year uh, more likely I mean I'll probably still be playing Hades I'll be playing some cyberpunk um, neither of which yeah. are particularly Christmassy as far as I am aware so far cyberpunk's got a lot of nice lights in it <laughs> yeah kind of that's true yeah. Uh, yeah I think I'm probably going to play Dark Souls Remastered mm-hmm. on the Switch on the now Switch seeing that I loved Demon Souls. I'm just going to go through the rest of them now. So um, I've got them all. Um, I got Dark Souls One, Two, Three. Um, so uh, yeah, over the next year, I want to get through all of those before whenever Elden Ring comes out. It's from Software's next game. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it'd be nice if I've been through all of them. So that's that's my and yeah, Bloodborne. You plan on redoing? Redoing Bloodborne as well? Uh, maybe. I mean, that's the one I've already played most recently. The, the, like yeah. the yeah, that's the one I've gotten gotten through gotten through already. So maybe um, I just want to have to completed all of them at least once. Mm. Really, I can see um, a Christmas theme. Dark Souls like... not very Christmassy. No, I mean, it's, no, it's like there's like death and rebirth, but it's you know, <laughs> a <maybe>. stretch. Bloodborne <laughs> of those ones, I think Bloodborne is the one that is most. Most easily Christmas themed, as in if you were to just do a Christmas DLC pack or something, you could make Bloodborne. Yeah, there's like a town in it. Yeah, exactly. There's a town in it. It's sort of a somewhat sort of Victorian style town. Put a bit of Christmas there. Perhaps Scrooge uh, or the Muppets from Muppets Christmas Carol. Yeah, that works perfectly. (laughs) It's right in keeping with Bloodborne. Yeah. Okay. Well, we... We aren't entirely sure why there aren't more games um, set at Christmas. We've got some ideas, but equally we've also got some ideas for some absolutely cracking Christmas games. Ba-dum-bum. So uh, let us know if you guys can think of any particularly awesome Christmas-themed game ideas, and we will start lobbying. Uh, so, so far we've got Lucas Pope and um, Rocksteady as as potential developers. Uh, so we'll get on it okay guys that was christmas games what do you think do you want more christmas games do you not really care about christmas games if you do care about christmas games what form do you think they might take you can let us know on twitter facebook instagram whichever platform you prefer we're at indie by design on all of them we'll be back with more before the new year but if we don't talk to you beforehand then here's wishing you a very happy christmas and a happy new year stay safe and all the best 